Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Howdy, y'all. This is Bob Nightingale, America's so-called sweetheart. He says what Liam says. I'm not sure about that, but you listen to Pod and Lansdowne. It is a lot to actually go out and try to time how the hair is going to grow out before a major event. Of course, I always, I always get the cut about a week. Your week, I'm probably my hair grows pretty quickly, so I give it probably about give it four or five days before. I you know, always it, hate the like around the ear the first few days after haircut. It looks it's a little too clean. Yeah, you got to give it a little bit. That's just me. What's the telltale sign for you needing a haircut? Like for me, it's when my it's when it starts going over my ears and I start to look like a porcupine. So mine isn't when it goes over my ears, but it's when. Because that's fine, like a little bit, but it's when I can, it's when it, if I put a hat on, it squishes it down, and then my, I get like the 70s thing where like half my ear is covered. <laughs> that's, then I'm, I gotta go. Look like Ralph Cox. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Deep miracle cut. Some, some miracle lore Coxie. to start off the episode today. Shout out Coxie. He gave him his very best. Yeah, and then he, they never called after that. <laughs> I'm from wherever it doesn't Ralph get me Cox hit. Actually, had a great NHL career. Ralph oh yeah, I believe he won a cup. I want to say, no, huh? oh, Lord Stanley's cup, the very same. He won two cups as a scout. Oh, '90s Penguins. Um, okay, but yeah, he actually didn't have a good NHL career. I don't know why, <laughs> but I think I think he's the only guy, maybe that won a cup. I don't know, but. Not too hard to win a cup when you have Lemieux and Yammer Yager on your on your team, I suppose. They had even more than that. 
actually. Uh, that, see, that's my hockey casualness talking yeah. right there. This is a baseball Ron program, Jake. Ron Francis, Ronnie Francis. We're just naming random hockey guys. He was a Hartford Whaler, Ron Francis. He was the best Hartford Whaler. He actually played Brass Bonanza. He wrote it, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Dude. Right, Liam? Oh. Folks, Liam is not here today. Yeah. That's why you have not heard him. You haven't heard him because he isn't on the show. But Jake is. Liam's getting uh, he's getting that procedure. Right, Fitz? The BBL? There you go. I was I threw it to you. I didn't have a joke set up, but I think that worked. <laughs> I was kind of confused. So I was like, yeah, oh, what I kind of procedure? What, what's yeah, on the street side? A little improv, like, yes and thing. Yes. I, I wasn't sure where I was going. The Brazilian butt lift, as a matter of fact. The BBL. I was going, so. The Brazilian but, butt Liam. Yeah. There you go. Full circle on that one. That's Big Game Jake, a.k.a. Jake. I am Darren Lewis, a.k.a. Fitz. This is Pot on Lansdowne. We're happy to join us for a pretty, I'm, I'm going to say, this. I think this is going to be a happy episode, all things considered. Oh, do you? Uh, maybe we're coming at this at different angles. Then. Yeah, no, I think we are. Anytime we start an episode following a sweep of the New York Yankees in New York. Well, but then yesterday was real tough. Mother it's one game. They no, just won no, three. A lot, of, a lot of things reared their ugly head yesterday. Eh, over the course of 162, that's going to happen. Fits, we'll talk about it. We'll talk or, about do you want to start with the good of the Yankee sweep and we can make fun of the Yankees? We could put that on the back burner later. Or should we start with the bad? Get the bad out of the way first? Yeah. Let's get the bad out of the way first because there were a Let's couple things that. over this past week. And again, you're going to be listening to this on Wednesday, as usual. We don't know what's happening in the Tuesday game because we're recording this probably about 45 minutes before first pitch uh, on Tuesday. By the time we wrap up, that game will basically be just underway. Tanner Houck's return to the Red yes. Sox rotation, which is do great. We, that Do we know how many pitches he's good for tonight? I don't know off the top of my head. I wish I had that ready. I, I was going to guess like 70. Yeah, yeah. they'll stretch him out a bit, but he's not going to be at a full workload. But just to have him back in the mix anyways is is certainly a welcome sign, um, you know, after the return of Chris Sale, who wasn't all that great this past week. He was kind of iffy, but, you know, the past is the past there. After the return of Whitlock, after the return of Story, you know, the team looks, relatively speaking, healthier, which is yeah, nice. Well, the day before we get fully healthy, Duran goes on the IL, so. Mm. Good point. Just the, way things, just the way things go this year, I suppose. A soul for a soul. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly um, balanced. I wanted to touch Fitz, and I'm, I'm often not a big defense guy as far as getting pissed off about it because I'm, I'm of the of the of the side or whatever like if your bat plays I'll, I'll live with it kind of thing you know I suppose defense still does annoy me when it, it goes awry uh, especially this season how bad yeah, it's but been I was gonna say but it's I mean for our, for our for our beloved listeners I'll, I'll read you a little stat here that's been going around today uh, outs above average, that is a – for those that don't know, that's basically – it's like uh, – oh, gosh. Fitz. It's a nerd stat. Yeah, it's a nerd stat, but it's kind of just like, you know, it, um, there's average, I suppose. I was going to say, uh, it's kind of self-explanatory a little bit. It would be zero <laughs> if you ma- – it's like you don't make any great plays, spectacular plays, and, and you don't fuck up either. I guess you would have a zero. Outs above average? That's right? the idea of it, at least. It's tough the to Dodgers, quantify. The Dodgers, it, it, in fact, have a zero outs above average right now. Perfectly balanced. Again, it, it's it's tough to quantify defensive yeah, I mean, metrics. it's not perfect, but... 
yeah, we we no one can really seem to decide. Like people have a pretty good grasp of the offensive stuff, you know what I mean? Ex Woba, all that kind of stuff. OPS plus, hard hit rate, things like that. It's tough to quantify those things on the defensive end. There's a little bit more room for the uh, that boy nice enjoyer when yes. looking at defense. Well, <laughs> but regardless, so out of my average MLB teams in 2023, the leader is the San Diego Padres at plus 30 outs above average. So good for them. Props to, props to Clearly the working for them, too, as a team. I mean, look uh, at the success they've had this year. Yeah, 29th is the Cincinnati Reds. They have negative 22 outs above average. And, uh, Which is because, again, they're, that's ironic because they're ahead of the Padres. Like to guess who's in last? It's one of those Sox teams, I would imagine, which there are two of them. It's the ones from Boston. Oh, the red, the red variety. Fitz, so I told you that Cincinnati has negative twenty-two outs above average. That's second to last. Can would I guess, like what... guess what? Would you like to guess what ours is? Thirty-five. Negative fifty-three. Oh no! <laughs> oh, fifty-three. Yeah. So I'm, and I'm sure a good amount of that. Kike Hernandez is responsible for 47 of those. That's what I was going to say. He's probably like almost half of that. (laughs) I don't think it was that bad, but he was awful. A third. He was probably a third of that. But even so. I was going to say like eight. (laughs) uh, That's, that is beyond terrible. Yeah. Um, And and I know, and I know errors are fluky. We, we, we we do know this. Like it's tough to. Especially this year. They're, they're real, uh. I guess not liberal. They are. They rarely give out errors anymore. <laughs> they storm the capital and they rarely give out errors. That's that's the trademark there. But um, no. But even then, I th- I'm pretty sure the Red Sox lead the majors in errors. Oh. Which again, yeah, you take that for what you will. But then you look at the the deep stuff and just about all over the diamond, it's been bad. I mean, Casas for all the great strides he's made. Offensively, he's been bad defensively. Devers has taken a step back. I don't need to tell you about the middle infield defense. Outside of Trevor Story, who's, you know, pretty steady, at least, over his career. I think, I think actually all three guys that are playing the middle infield now are at least okay defenders. Competent, right? They, they don't mean, need to be winning gold gloves. Year, but now I think Story, Urias, and Pablo are all competent, from what I understand. So that's Someone nice. competent, yeah. Yeah. I wrote it in the brushback article. Urias had a couple years where he was like minus one or minus two outs above average, but he also put up his last full full season at second base. He put up like a four outs above average at second. Also, though, which, like that's you know fine. again, yeah, like, it's okay. Like one or two. I mean, that's you. As long as you're not contributing to minus sixty four hundred or whatever you yeah. just said. But what I wanted to so peep, so last night was really that was should be the Monday game I'm referring to it was really bad they I think they only ended up having two errors but it really should have been like six or seven it was uh, yeah it was tough yeah um and so uh there's a few points I want to hit but first off Raphael Devers uh I don't know I don't know I'm not sure how you fix this I guess is my point it, he got worse this year uh because I believe last year he was like he was getting he'll better. Never, he'll never win a Gold Glove or anything, but he was fine. Yeah, from what I remember last year. But it's a he's a legitimate, like a real negative on defense this year, um, and it's and it's a problem. And it's frustrating because I've said this before in the program, and I've said it again. Pitching and hitting are, are dependent on the others. You know what I mean? It's hard to improve on your own 
in those facets of the game. You can't teach speed. The one major part of the game that you yourself have a lot of control over that you can fix in the offseason is fielding. You know? It's... Well, that's why, I mean, I've said this a few times, but I think the the Red Sox, the 23 Red Sox coaching staff, I think is just an inept group. (laughs) Top to bottom, like we've been over this, but they don't do anything. I'll have you know, Dave Bush knows how to walk out to the mound, man. Sure he knows how to that. strut his stuff. But he's demonstrated know, that many single, times. I can't. They don't do anything well. This team, like even the guy, like like the hitting coach, that's fatsy. I don't think he's really good at his job. Um, Fables at third base. He also does infield. Clearly, that's not good. But he's also bad at being a third base coach. He doesn't really excel at that either. <laughs> um, maybe the first base coach is okay at his job. It's pretty low. Uh, you know, what does he really do? But maybe maybe he excels at that. I don't even know his name. So that's good, actually. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, if you don't know the guy's name, like an ump. Yeah. Um, and then Bush is fine. I guess the pitching has been f- – he's probably the, the one I'm least harsh on. Which is funny because I feel like a lot of people just want to send Dave Bush into the sun. Dave Bush? I don't know. The pitching's been fine this year, right? Like, in general? Um, kind of. That's a, loaded, that's a loaded question. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you can make contentions sure. all over the place. The bullpen's been, at least the back end of the bullpen, yeah. has been steady. Uh, point being, the coaching staff, I think, is just a disaster. But in, especially because... You know, like I said, Devers was a good, a, a decent defender last year. You, you don't get worse. Or you can get, not at 26 years old, you don't get worse. That's bizarre. Yeah. No, um, it, 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 that, that's, that's frustrating. And I think we're in a bit, of a, a bit of a quagmire here because I would say the two most obvious bad defenders on the 23 Red Sox are Devers and Yoshida. That was an um, awful play in left. Yeah, and it's a lot awful. easier to hide a bad outfielder, especially at in Latin yeah in the yeah in the corner. Manny yeah. Ramirez, they did it for eight years. He was, you know. <laughs> but uh, last night the the discourse machine got going a little bit, and people were saying, you know, are we gonna have to move one of these guys to DH? You can't, you can't do that <laughs> with either. I mean, you have to fix it. I don't know. I mean, how. they could do anything they want. They could they could swap positions. They could put Devers out and left if they That's really true. wanted to. I mean, you're not Nothing paying thirty million dollars for a twenty-seven-year-old DH. You're not going to do. I mean, they're going to. They will make him take infield for four hours a day before they say Devers, you're going to DH full time. Right? Yeah, at, the, at this juncture. I mean, he's twenty-six or twenty-seven. You're not like you can't make that call right now. Again, because I guess I guess if we didn't have last year, and I think even the year before he was all right, then I would be a little more. I still don't know if I'd be open to it, but the fact that he was playing decent defense makes me – he's got to be able to get back there, I think. Uh, Again, yeah, he can get that – if there's – I don't know if it's a focus thing. I don't want to speculate on that, but it no, is – I don't need it, yeah. It's, I don't want to say it's night and day because it's not totally night and day. It's like – it's like, it's like dusk and – Yeah, like he, he does, but then he boots the simple ones. Yeah. I don't know. And then Yoshida, um, uh, frankly, I think the Yoshida thing's a little, like I said, it's much easier to hide a bad outfielder. Like it's, he, I don't think he's like teams have been doing that for years. 
yeah, that's fine. And I think that's a waste of a D. He's, I don't, that's, that'd be dumb to DH him. It's Just annoying when those plays like in Houston happen, but again, yeah, that's whatever. not. I think people are being a little dramatic about him, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I um, and also especially I mean just in the short term, I don't think you let you can let Justin Turner uh, walk. I, I think you I think at this point you basically have to bring him back. Professional hitter, man. Yeah, elite the leadership. The I mean, he's the the righty power that if story. Until Story figures it out, we have literally none. I mean, legitimately, there's not another righty power bat. Uh, Connor Wong, I'll have yeah, you know. All right. Yeah. Uh, I just don't – I don't – I think they'll probably have to give him a little more than they're comfortable with, but it's like you're not paying anyone really, so just do it. What are yeah, you I mean – You want to talk about that? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah, because I do want to talk about that. But okay. let's step aside. We got a right. word from our from our uh, our pals over at. I, I don't know what the ad's going to be, but the ad's going to be right here. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, we're back. Pawn on lands down. Jake here with Fitz. Sans Liam today. Lord, carry him now. Are you going to say anything to that? Oh, I just thought you were going to keep going. No, I thought you, I was saying Lord. <laughs> Sorry. Good radio. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us there at Pot on Lansdowne. I'm at Fitzy Mopena. Jake is at Jake Wallinger. Liam is Liam Fennessy underscore. And if you have a question, comment, or concern for us, you can give us a call on our voicemail line. That's 617-420-2431. Again, 617-420-2431. We do check that voicemail line. If you have a question or a comment, feel free to send it on in and uh, be featured on the show. Unless you're like saying slurs or something like that, then we can't feature you. And uh, we'll probably just call the authorities instead. J- uh, Justin Turner. Yeah. Justin Turner. Yeah. We're talking about bringing him back for the 2024 20- season. Or potentially even beyond that as well. Well, that's I, well, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, if, I don't think there's any way he signs a one-year deal. Yeah, it's probably two. Yeah, somebody will. <sighs> I get, mean, there's, there's 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 thirty teams with DHs. Someone someone will give him two or three years. Yeah. That's the thing. And what his is it? A, is it a player option for next it's year? A it's player like option for like eight fourteen or something. I yeah. thought it was fourteen. Oh, is that what it is? I think I it, this I think year was fourteen fifteen. Paid a lot, and then. I might be wrong. Again, we need to have this. Is why we need the intern. We got need someone who can fact check this right away while we're while we're riffing. It's a oh I'm yeah you're right. So okay here it is. It's a thirteen point four million player option 
with a six point seven million buyout. I see. Gotcha. So, well, the buyout's irrelevant. I mean, yeah. you just opt out. But <laughs> exactly. Um, here's a. I mean, you 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 could be scared off because of his age, and I, I kind of get that a little bit. He's what thirty eight, thirty nine years old. He's a DH though. He's you know? and he's swinging it like he's twenty eight, twenty nine. Everything under the hood, ex woba, how well he's getting on base, how hard he's hitting the ball, expected numbers, all pretty much in line with what he's done in years past. And I understand at an old age, that can fall off quickly, but that's going to be baked into the price a bit, you know? It's not going to completely break the bank. It's going to be short term money. It's not going to hurt you long term. I'd bring him back on a two year deal for sure. Yeah. And I, like I just said, I think you kind of have to. I mean, unless – I've said this a thousand times on here. The free agent class is a fucking disaster for offense this year. You're not going to go – I mean, I can't begin to guess what trades are out there, but you're not I – I don't know if there's a better bat other than Otani even on the market, frankly. Like, Matt Chapman is close. I was going to say, you're disrespecting the Matt Chapman. Well, they're probably pretty close, just strictly their bats, no? Turner and Chapman? Yeah. No, Turner's the better hitter at this chunk. I mean, I mean Chapman's defense is oh, amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, but Turner's the better hitter. Yeah, so so okay. Chapman Chapman had that insanity run in the first month of the season. He hit like yeah, right. like he's 370 and he's probably he's probably like a 110 115 OPS plus guy right now if I had You're to right. guess he's off the top of my head. 114, I just checked. There there you go. Turner, so, if anybody was curious, is a uh, 125. OPS plus? Yeah. Right-handed power at Fenway. Again, it, it's not like there's like, oh, he's just getting lucky or anything like that. No, man, he's he's a professional hitter. Shout out to Ben Porter for mentioning that before, but he is a legit professional hitter. I think that was Ben's uh, Havsey Award, a uh, guy who's hits, everyone hits professionally, but he's a professional hitter. Um, <laughs> I believe yeah. that was Ben. Shout out Ben. I don't uh, know what sh- the deal would look. I mean, maybe you figure he's getting 14... What did I say? He's getting 14 this year. 20 per. Oh, so this is what it was. He's getting eight and a half this year. And then 14 next year. We clearly are not uh, monetary experts. No. So, I mean, eight and a half that I don't know how they swung that, frankly, that's crazy, but I don't know. What would you get? I'd give him like two twenty-eight if he would take that. So 14 per. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I even... Yeah, if I had to, I'd go 15. I'd go 230. Would you give him 20 per? Over two years? I don't know if I would do that. Even if it's short term. I mean, if that's what... Years. Yeah, no... Uh... If that's what gets it done, it may sound a little ludicrous, but again, it's short term. It's not no, like you're, you're right. it's breaking your you're back right. on it, you know? You're right. And you have you already have enough younger guys. You're gonna have Casas who's team controlled. You're gonna have Duran who's team yeah, controlled. Actually, yeah. who, Yoshida's who, who, on a relative bargain, you would say. You're paying Devers, Yoshida, and Sale. Wong team controlled. Arias is gonna be under arbitration. Oh, story. Yeah. No. Fuck. Yeah. I, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Now, if that hinders any huge moves, like uh, um, yet like a Yamamoto deal, then no. But I don't think it would. That would even come to that juncture. I think that's a completely independent move, the Turner thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not going to prevent you from making a splash. Like, if you wanted an Aaron Nola, or if you wanted a Yamamoto, or if you wanted basically anyone else in the free agent class not named Shohei Otani, 
And then also, like, <laughs> again, hypothetically, folks, I don't want people to yell at me thinking it's going to be a real thing. But the 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 um the, the Turner contract, to quote Donald Trump, uh, compared to the Shohei one, would be marginal. Talking about a you eight years old, you still believe in Santa Claus? Because <laughs> at yeah, that point, it's marginal. I think my my whole thing with it is just the offense. We get so pissed off about the offense this year. It's so inconsistent, beyond inconsistent. And it's like, that's your, he's been your, your, I mean, Devers has been hot and cold this year. He, he started out a bit slow, but Turner's yeah. been like your one consistent guy from opening day. It's like, oh, he's, he's here and he's going to hit. And you so bring just, up the astute point of him being, again, the one source of, you know, consistent right-handed production. Yeah. I mean that too. And then again, you know, I'm not in the clubhouse, but his leadership seems like it's, very important as well. They're a young team. And he's won. He's won a ring, even if it was a Mickey Mouse ring. Even if he had COVID. You know, I was going to say, even if he endangered the, the health of uh, yeah. everyone involved yeah. <laughs> while I mean, doing uh, so. And I, I usually I hate when people say this, but it does seem like he likes Boston. You know, he's he's uh, he's gone out of his way to say that like several times in interviews and stuff. So I don't think it's nothing. Um, L- listen to the walk-up song, man. Sure. Sure. He thinks he'll go to Boston. And I think it's just also, it's one less thing. You know, this you're going to have quite a bit of turnover this offseason, uh, I imagine. And it's one less thing to worry about. I just think that... Can plug him in at first to take Casas off yeah. his feet every now and again. Plug him in up, up the middle at second, if need well, be, in I a pinch. I don't know you're going to be doing that when he's 40, but... In a, in a pinch, I'm saying. In a, yeah, in a pinch. Sure. sure. Yeah. Same deal uh, with third. Yeah, I just think you got to. I think you got to. So, I like it. So to circle back, you can't move Yoshi or Devers. <laughs> to DA. You have to. You gotta just figure some shit out with these guys. You gotta make them take fly balls, grounders. I don't know, but your DH is not. You can't do that. You can't. You simply cannot do that. You know what else? The Boston Red Sox cannot do. The Boston Red Sox cannot lose to the New York Yankees. Good thing that they haven't in a while. We're in the good stuff now. We can go to the good stuff. Dude, I mean, we just swept the Yankees. How did we wait this long to go into it? I know, I know. I mean, if we recorded Sunday afternoon, we'd be the only thing we talk about now. We were sitting here on Tuesday evening recording it. I mean, mean, just talk about a great weekend. The the bloodbath that was Friday, you know, the, the, the looming doom that was coming to the Yankees following Saturday after that, after... Derek Cole giving up a grand slam to Arias, giving up six earned, I believe it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then going yeah. to Sunday, that wacky game. Oh, awful. Game awful ump until he was an awesome ump. You know what I mean? It was a terrible but, game, but it was the game of the year. I don't think it was the game of the year. No? I had a that second That second Braves game at Fenway, I would say so. Oh, I was there. Oh, I was Yeah, that was probably the game of the year. I think it was the funniest game of the year because it buried Definitely the Definitely the funniest game of the year. It was ridiculous. The double challenge at the plate. <laughs> <laughs> Both going the Sox's way. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of I wanted to take the moment to, like, we don't have to go into the ins and outs of that weekend because, obviously, it was so awesome, and I'm sure you've all reveled in those triumphs already. I, I do want to pile on to the Yankees, though. I do want to dance on a grave oh, here. Let's do it. It is, Jake, it is so bleak for them. Oh, it's it's bad. It's it bad. is so. And we've we've talked about this before. We've danced around it before. It's really worth dissecting how 
bad it is in the Bronx. No, it's bad. I'm not even trying to do this like, like a troll, like, ooh, like, ooh, you hate well, to see right, it, you hate so to see let, it. Let me, let me lay this out for you. So no, it's, a, it's, you, it's a mess. I sent you and Liam the Yankees roster um, from 2019, where they won 103 games. They were a good team. Came close to bringing that to Game 7 against Houston. Yeah, they were genuinely Very well could have, yeah. Okay, so that was only four years ago. Right. Uh, you don't have to go through the whole roster, but just some of the highlights on that team. No, but I mean... So, like, you've got Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is, has, is old. Like, he's old for what his career is. So that was that's always kind of been, like, a little scary thing that people just seem to ignore. But he was 27 in 2019. So that was – you kind of had his prime coming up. Uh, Stanton was two years older. Stanton was still good in 19. He was yep. never – he never was Miami Stanton for the Yankees. But he was – I mean, he fucking sucks now. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking terrible. He's dog shit. Um – so that's really. It's not like they have him tied up through twenty seven or anything like no. that. But Lemayhu was great. Mm-hmm. They paid did it. Him. Was that was that when he won the batting title, or was that in the COVID year? That was the COVID year. Gotcha. But he was he was very good in nineteen. Right. Uh, but that went to shit. Paid him went to shit, and then but even their young core, like they had a good kind of a young core here. Jordan Montgomery was twenty six. They cut bait. They traded him for. Bader. They could use some pitching depth right now. Yeah. Uh, who we got? Herman. You know. No, but that's fuck him. Not ideal for them, certainly. Uh, Severino turned into a turned into a pumpkin. That I mean, literally, arguably the the worst pitcher in baseball this year. Yeah, well, that's kind of. I was thinking like if you had to pick a few things, you had to pinpoint stuff. I would say Herman turning out to be a piece of shit and Severino turning into a pumpkin are probably like one and two because that was those were your guys for. Because like, now you're depending on. Some motherfucker named Clark Schmidt right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even so, then like Andujar was twenty four, Clint Frazier was twenty, and Duhar was a good player for a hot second, man. I know, like, he like was, Glaber yeah. was twenty two. Like just everything went bad. I there was like <laughs> just top to bottom. Glaber's got to be Gary coming up Sanchez on Sanchez was twenty six. Right, Glaber's got to be coming up on his contract, right? Like, uh, like his team control's got to be coming out because when did he come up in eighteen yeah. or was it no, at the end of seventeen? Uh, not next year, but the year after, he's a free agent. It's right. They have. I, th- I, I I tweeted it out. They have a hundred and thirty-eight million dollars tied up through twenty twenty-six in DJ LeMahieu and Giancarlo combined. Combined, just those two guys, hundred thirty-eight. That's what's the what's the tax threshold now? Like two ten. 220 i'm not sure but two something yeah about or maybe even more than half well i guess that that would be per year i guess the point is it's nine figures <laughs> into two guys who stink who are like 35 ish that, that's the point my fuzzy math there i know uh, it's not 138 per year um but it, it's a it's a lot of money tied up in those two guys and i remember yankee fans were pretty excited to have lemayhu back and I understood I, in the, at the time, I guess I understood, but I remember seeing that. I'm like, like, he's a right-handed guy. Like he doesn't hit for a ton of power. Sure. He's a fine contact guy, but he's going to be like, he's going to be late thirties at the end of that contract. That's not going to age well at all. Now look at him. It's not aging well right now. And he's going to be on the books for 24 five and six. And then you got Stanton for another year after that. Those, just those two guys, the prospect system is not great. They have a couple of guys here and there. You know, Jason Jason Dominguez could end up being a very good player out in the outfield. He very well could be. 
Volpe, maybe he turns it around. Maybe he's a post-type, uh, you know, breakout sort of a guy. Maybe he just needed to get his toes wet this year, but he hasn't completely turned out this year. I don't. I think I'm putting that diplomatically. But they don't have a ton of organizational depth. They don't have a ton of pitching depth right now outside of Cole, who is outside of Saturday, been pretty damn good all year, clearly. Like the AL Cy Young frontrunner entering, you know, this weekend. And outside of Judge, they don't have a ton on offense. And again, Judge is a guy who very well could end up in Cooperstown when it's all said and done. He's We all saw what he did last year. He's a great hitter. He had a great weekend against the Red Sox. He was the only guy that we really shouldn't have pitched to. But that, other than that, other than those two stars, there's no depth within the big team. There's no depth within the organization. And they've got a ton of money wrapped up in, I don't want to say dead weight, because they're still on the team, but it's 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 a mess. It's a disaster in the Bronx right now. Absolute well, I, disaster. Yeah. And I, I, I rattled this stat off a little while ago, um, but I'll just repeat it because it is staggering. They have one... They have, they have two batters, two qualified batters that are above league average. It's Judge, who's sure, great. and then uh, Glaber, who's actually having a bit of a bounce back year. Glaber's having a good year to his credit. Um, I should get, I, not, I should give him his flowers he's there. Like fine, you know, he's not a building block. I wouldn't say he's a solid player. Yeah, and then they have literally one starting pitcher who's above league average. That's Cole. <laughs> um, and credit where credit is due, they have a very good bullpen, but they don't lead games now i was gonna say like they've <laughs> yeah. scored pass pass and i believe said since their dodgers series where they took two or three they've scored the least amount of runs in all of baseball yeah um right but, so what good is a bullpen to hold on to leads if you're not scoring enough you know what I mean? what's the point yeah, <laughs> i mean i mean here i'll i'll lay this out so of their of their one two three four five six of their seven uh war leaders on their roster top seven war leaders um Four are relievers. That's not what you want. <laughs> That's not what you oh, want. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I, Susan. I the, thing, the thing that really is, is problematic as far as the future goes is even the good players they have are not tradable for any real assets. Like, I mean, I guess you could tear down the bullpen and probably get a few prospects, but after that, like, Glaber has no control. Cole and Judge are on huge contracts. And no no one's going to take that. You're not going to trade Judge, I don't think. Uh, you could probably trade Cole if you wanted to, but you'd cover so much of it that I don't – I don't know. I, there, it's a really bad spot. It's, I mean, it's really like – I don't know. I don't even – I don't know. I don't know. And, and I said this about the Red Sox last – maybe two weeks ago, but money just straight up can't buy championships anymore. It doesn't work. No. Uh, I mean, money can help. It can help supplement what you already have. Sure. 20 years ago, the Yankees could have hit free agency and said, okay, we'll buy a new rotation. We'll buy, you know, a cleanup hitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out. That doesn't really exist anymore. A, teams are just smarter. Uh, that you have to supplement, and also less and less good players hit free agency at reasonable years now. Who are, who are the five most successful teams in the last, called seven years? Oh, seven years. This, this, mean, is, Ast- this Astros relates. Braves, Astros, Astros Braves, Braves, Dodgers. Dodgers. Uh, I mean, after that, it's kind of topsy turvy. Could say the Red Sox. Yeah. I mean, there was, it's been to- again topsy turvy. Maybe. 
Mm. No. Well, those three specifically do. Yeah, prove the I point. would say those three are like the the benchmark. The point is, no matter what you do to round that up, those one, two, three. Yeah, they made some big splashes. Yeah, they they have they have some big money tied up on their team, but so much of their core has been built through the system. So much of that core was already there. So much of that, you know. Again, the Braves are probably the best team in baseball right now. That almost that entire core is homegrown. Yeah, they brought in Olsen on a trade. Yeah, they brought in Murphy on a trade. But Albie's homegrown. Acuna, they homegrown. prospects for those guys that they yeah, grew. exactly. To supplement what they already had. Yeah. Dodgers, they pump in top prospects in and out of that organization like it's nothing. Yeah. Astros, same deal. They've, they've had a very good system that's spot. been able to sustain. That's all. That's really what it boils down to. I don't know. I don't really know what you do with so it either. And you know what's worse? If you're a Yankees fan, like, you can't laugh through it through like the tweets because the Twitter account is so garbage. Like, there's nothing to like. Yankees Twitter account. Yes, at least when the yeah, Red Sox were horrible and when we reset the luxury tax, <laughs> we had the blue like smash button that said reset. And if you know, you know, right? Like, in the moment, it's like, what the hell? This is the actual team account doing this, but we can laugh about it. You know what I mean? We did then, and we do now. Yeah. The Yankees Twitter account. I'm glad people are really starting to catch on to it. And, and I'm sure the people who run at Yankees are, are very nice people. I'm sure they are. And I wish them no ill will. But they don't know how to fucking post, man. They're horrible posters. Horrible, horrible posters. And people are finally coming around to this. Well, I'm, you don't think it's – you don't think that it's, like, mandated? Because, like, oh, we're the Yankees. We get That's 100% what it is. Oh, okay, yeah. It has to be that. has to be that. Right? Because there's plenty of characters. Emily Nyman, huge Yankees fan. Had her on the pod multiple times. She'd be great running at Yankees. Get Emily that job. Sure. She could post for it, right? But no, it has to be coming down from, oh, you know, we're, we're the umpire. We're, we're mean, the classy organization. <laughs> right? I ain't not, too proud, I'm right? I'm not. Yeah, no. I, no I'll do it. What was that Charles Barkley quote? He's like, um, I can be <laughs> bought. Like, I'd support the Klan if they, if they support it. <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah. Um, Fitz, did you know the story? I, I looked this... I caught this on Twitter the other day, and then I went and did some reading about it. Did you know that Hal was not supposed to run the Yankees? Really? It was actually going to be Jennifer Steinbrenner, who is uh, George's daughter. It was going to be her husband. Hmm. Well, they're divorced a Tom, now. A Tom Wam- Wamsgan situation. Was, his, name, his name is Steve Swindoll. He was the uh, – he – it's swindle like swindle <laughs> s-w-i-n-d-a-l swindle i don't know is that how you spell swindle no right d-l-e but like it sounds yeah. well like it, it. in 2005 george steinberner chose him as the success as his successor really but but, but in february 2007 swindle was arrested for driving under the influence. Uh, that's not the Yankee. That's not a uh, pride of the Yankees right there. No, the Yankees bought out Swindoll's stake and Hal exceeded him as chairman of Yankees global enterprise. So how about that? I mean, what a, what a sliding what the, doors. What's moment. the, what's the butterfly effect? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, of, of the, of the swim man. Not, he uh, doesn't even have to be sober. Just what if the cop doesn't see him? I mean, think about, you know, I, right? I don't know. 
Exactly. Yeah. What if he doesn't get behind the wheel of that car, or if he gets home safely that night? Yeah. We could be talking about, you know, Garrett Cole's their fifth starter. That's how deep they are, and they're going to try to win their yeah. ninth straight championship. It's very interesting. I, I mean, the fact that George. George is still alive, right? He, like he's like his brain is being carried by a robot, but George's presence, like his aura, is still there in the owner's box. Yeah. And and you know they're still dominating us. Yeah, and how? How's a little baby idiot? Thank God. What's the name of that ha- Habsburg kid there? The, the king. What? Who is inbred? What the fuck? What is? Ha- Oh, oh, like he, like in Britain or whatever. No, I think it was Britain. What was it? Um, what was his name? People, the Habsburg, like the Habsburg jaw. Oh yeah, German. Yeah, but like Charles, Charles the second, Charles the second, like he was like so inbred and like he he took over as king and just it wasn't. He had the fucked up face. Believe so. I got Charles one here. Not he did not. He Uh, maybe it was Charles the first. Charles. Oh, he looked okay. Eh, maybe he looked a little fucked up. Anyway, that's Hal Steinbrenner. Anyway, that's what I'm Hal trying to Steinbrenner. say. <laughs> yeah, <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's King Joffrey. <laughs> yeah, he's just a complete idiot. I mean, God bless him for our sake. But my dad kept saying, like, "Oh, if we win Sunday, like they're gonna they're gonna get rid of Booney," and I'm like, "I don't think they are." I don't. You, don't. you don't think if they finish last? I mean, there has to be a fall guy. I don't think it's gonna be Booney, and it's definitely not gonna be uh, Cashman. I think Hal is so, so soft as puppy shit that they're not gonna make a move on it. They I fired really don't. Joe Girardi after he went to the ALCS. Yeah, but that's not like Booney's their guy. Like he, like I don't. Booney. Can we just touch on that for a second? I I still don't understand why that happened. By the way, why Booney was hired. Not why Boone was hired, but why Girardi got fired. Like because he was a little mean. I don't. He, yeah, and like the team was stagnant. Was a great manager. If they were stagnant, then what are they now? You know what I mean? They weren't stagnant though. That team was young. They took a young team like accidentally. Good point. To, Good to point. Game seven of the ALCS. I True. don't understand. I, yeah, I, I um, in my article I wrote for Over the Monster last week <clears throat> about why the Boone Good plug. home run was good, actually. Um. I just quickly touch on the Girardi firing, and it's like, even with hindsight, but even at the moment it was str- I just don't know why that happened. I don't know. I don't get, I don't know. <laughs> like, what what did you gain from firing Joe Girardi? It, but for whatever reason, they have such an infatuation with Boone, and I love it because it, it, it holds the Yankees back. Exactly. It's... Not to be like, well, if this was, you know, to quote The Wire, the thing about the old days, those were the old days. Um, if it were the old days, though, and the big guy was still in charge, Mr. Steinbrenner, if George was still running the show, Boone would have been canned after after 19. After, like, okay, that's like your second loss in the ALCS, dude. Like, we, we've spent all this money. Go get us a ring. Or after the wild card game in 21. There there yeah. were multiple times in, in Aaron Boone's managerial career that if George was still in charge... George would have canned him. They, they would have, he would have, I mean, he fired Billy Martin on like seven different occasions and Billy Martin actually won championships. So it's, it's the complete opposite with what, what's going on with Hal. I, there is a part of me that, that genuinely believes like, no, Boone's going to survive the off season. Cashman's going to survive the off season. 
and they're just going to try this again. A part of me does think that. Now, the logical thing would be, yes, one person has to go, like you mentioned, the fall guy. And I don't think it would be Cashman. I think if it were one fall guy, it would be Boone. But this is not a logical situation. This is not a logical man we're talking about. We're talking about Hal Steinbrenner here, man. man. We're talking about Joffrey. Joffrey's not a logical thing. I don't think firing Cashman also, I mean, while we're at it, that really would not be ridiculous either. He, he, that man's been coasting off. It 100% would not be ridiculous. It, 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 they should clear house. They should start over. What they should, Cashman's, but they're not going Cashman's, to. Cashman's, like, quote-unquote, good moves he's made the last decade, literally? Well, I, assu- I suppose pain judge for now when you're trying to go for it again. Sure. I, I, that makes sure. sense. Um. But I mean, that's any. That's not Brian Cashman being a good GM. Like that's. Would you logical. call the? Would, I mean, Cole's been good. Yeah. Cole's been yeah. damn good. I, I, I. That's probably a good move. But after He's that, whiffed on almost every trade the last like five years. Stanton was not. I mean, they didn't give up much for Stanton because yeah. Derek Jeter gave him up for free basically to the Yankees. Yeah. Right. That call. That call came down from the captain. That came from number two, Derek Jeter. But um. Even then, he hasn't paid off in the dividends that they've wanted. He's had you know moments here and there, sure, but hasn't really panned out. Donaldson was a disaster. I'm just disaster. like going through like who, who some of the some of the splashes that they've made. Uh, Rodon, so far so not far, good. He's pitching tonight, I believe. I wonder how, did that game start yet? I'm so far not so good. I mean, again, let's. I don't want to. He had he started with the injury, like his rib thing. I think it was. Um, you know, it's still early in that contract, but judging what we know at this point in time, not good. Um, what are some of the other big moves that they made? Post-09? Yeah, I suppose. It's kind of a weird... They've been in, like, this weird purgatory since 09. They let Brandon Drury go? looking here like the aaron hicks trade that was weird he was good for a couple years yeah but then he kind of fell off at the uh, he wasn't dd was no dd that actually was a good move that was good for them yeah uh tanaka good move at tanaka but he whiffs cashman's problem is he whiffs on the margins like every fucking time yeah they can't. They don't find diamond. They let guys go and they turn into studs on new teams. Yeah, the patience. Talk, look at Mike Talkman. He's having a great year. He's having a very good second half right now. They had Talkman. Yeah. Romy, my homie. They let Austin Romine go. <laughs> Point just... is, I do not envy that franchise. No, it's they're in for a rude awakening if they're already not going through that rude awakening as we speak. So. As a Red Sox podcast, I figured we should do a bit of a uh, a smoke in that uh, Yankees pack, as the kids say nowadays. Ops back in the air, this gas or what? All right, let's take a step aside here. Second break, and then we'll wrap up the show after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We're back. Pod on Lansdowne. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to our little program where we talk about a little sports ball and things of that nature. Do we want to do grid, Jake? You and I? Well, Fitz, I actually want to touch on one thing. I want to touch on one thing. Oh, well, fuck the grid. Touch on that one thing. I know, I know. Um, I wanted to – I texted you this the other day. I wanted to talk about how uh, Heim Bloom, with all the guys that he has let walk, how he's kind of been immediately vindicated with just about all of them. You know, people were pissed at a lot of these things at the time, but almost all of them have have ended up – as uh, good moves. I the anti-Bloom game is going to gang is going to yell at you. That's fine. That's fine. And he's <laughs> got, made he's made plenty of mistakes. I got I got to say before you continue, and and you do have some good points to bring up because you brought it into the group as well. I just want to say straight up, I'm getting out in front of this now because I don't think it's going to get any better in the off season. I am fucking exhausted of the Heim Bloom discourse. I'm. I'm fucking. Well, we we maximum have one more year left. Exa- so okay. Exhausted about it the the well, overly pro bloom fits. get ready for this uh, weekend I, 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 i'm i'm why who's coming to town Brian <laughs> <Brazier>. <laughs> right yeah yeah it's not gonna be a dry JD, eye JD not coming to well i mean he'll be in yeah. town, but they uh, they il'd him today so he won't yeah i forgot who tweeted it uh it, it may have been even you or liam but i i, I quickly saw it someone said Oh, more time for the uh, the brazier. <laughs> Welcome that back. Was that was Liam. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wish Liam was here to say it. Yeah. But you know, shout out to Liam, I guess. Um, but um, no, it's 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 so exhausting that the, the overly anti Bloom brigade being like, oh well, the Bluminati have got to defend this. Like they're more they're more upset at the the quote unquote yeah. Bluminati than they are of well, actually Bloom. This. We said the, this, but they cooked with that name. Bluminati does its gas. To be fair, it's ga- it goes so hard. It's I'm gas. A proud member <laughs> of, of the Bluminati. That's, yeah, <laughs> the, the one eye, and then the overly pro Bloom thing, where it's like, well, he did this, this, that, that. like they they have to list out like forty five things, and, and there are some good points on on that side as well. I, I think I'd lean a little bit more towards like Bloom's been okay, but I'm 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 more so a Bloom centrist than anything. Now yeah, I'm coming out the as drill, the drill tweet is like the wise man bowed his head silently yeah. and spoke. There's actually zero difference between good and bad things. You imbecile. You, you fucking, fucking moron. Yeah, you fucking moron. That's, That's kind of I, I mean, I lean a little more positive. Yeah, I think there are bad GMs. I mean, look, fucking Rick Hahn could, got fired be, today. Yes, he did. It could be you way could worse. A lot worse than yeah, Hunt it could be way Let's worse. Call a spade a spade. I'm just uh, coming out forward now. And before you continue with your point. I'm just outwardly saying right now, I'm just fucking sick of the discourse. I want to see what happens after 24, or after this upcoming offseason, I should say, into 24. Let's see how it goes from there. 
as it stands right now, it's no use r- going back into the, the the trade deadline shit. I know we're going to go into the Mookie shit a ton. I think they clearly lost that trade. I don't think the return that Bloom fetched for Mookie was worth it. But again, I'm not going to dive into that. I'm just so sick of the conversation because I feel like we have it three times a week on Twitter. Someone does on Red Sox yeah. Twitter. It, it's, it's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. But... Continue with the, uh, the the vindication point that you brought up. I didn't no, mean to just, go into no, that. No, I just uh, – I mean, so since Heim got here, he's let – I'm not talking about trades because that's, that's its own thing, but he's let a few prominent guys walk just straight up left in free agency at the end of the season. And I would say almost all of them, he's been pretty vindicated, even though people got pissed like in the moment. I mean, the only one – Avaldi. Avaldi, but he, he is hurt again now, and yeah. they don't even know. If Velo was down, him. and that's that's what the case was at the end of twenty two. Yeah, so it's like, and then and then Erod is the other one, but he even, I mean, I know the personal stuff was one thing, but he missed like a year and a half. Like I don't imagine. I think that was some health stuff too. Imagine I, I, Red I Sox fans if you, our number two pitcher just vanished for. I think yeah, I think I think he had some something re- related to his health with that as well. So it's so like, you, so there you go. Um, um, I mean, then the big ones like JD Turner has been almost exactly the same, and he plays some defense. So I, it's basically a wash, I think. Uh, JD, Turner, I think, has been a little bit of a better hitter just because the, the power that he presents. But again, you talk about the defense; JD presents none of that. You know, they actually fits. I believe they have the exact same OPS plus. Really? Not that that's they do. It's one twenty five. Well, they got, they get to it different ways. Yeah, is what I mean. Turner's been worth on on. Uh, he's been with a whole one B war more. Uh, the F four nerds are gonna yell at you for that. Yeah, but so one point two to Turner's JD has one point two. Turner's two point two. That's not nothing. I mean, so I was, yeah. so that's fine. Um, and it also was you could just tell at the end in was, Boston with JD. It, was, it, it wasn't it wasn't God it wasn't working. Twenty eighteen was yeah. Love was, him. Uh, you know, always appreciate that. It just wasn't gonna work. I'm glad that it's working for him now. Um, you know who else? Schwarber. People got pissed. Schwarber kind of stinks now. He hits a ton of home runs, but he's not. He had a ton of home runs. I think he led the NL in homers last year. It's like, yeah, but he he's so bad at everything else. Yeah, it, he's not really a valuable player in any way. Right, um, you have a ton of money. That, you have that money tied into Schwarber, and he's that, playing like, like that. People would complain. DH for us, and he can't because of the way that roster is constructed, and that's why a lot of his value um, is shot this year. Like, yeah, he's a negative player. He's negative point six WAR this year, but also his OPS plus is only one oh six. That's not good. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, I don't, I mean, he's hitting 183. I don't really know what's going on over there. Uh, <laughs> They're so just that, all leaving the yard. That's yeah, <laughs> I don't, so that's bizarre. But uh, who else we got? You throw, throw, uh, Xander, they want to move him off shortstop already. That yeah, that was, that was, not too many things, like, shock you anymore. But, like, hearing, like, already that, like, we should put him at first base. This guy with a... Pretty damn strong arm. We're going to put him at first base. And it's like, oh, man. Yeah, it's not like you have him for another know. decade, right? Yeah, that's bad. Okay. And I was a huge – I was – admittedly, you could go back. I was upset that we let Xander go. I I don't think they should have signed him at that 11-year price. But independent of that, it's like, well, you know, they had an opportunity to lock this up and didn't work. Um, and with the benefit of, you know, hindsight so far, that looks like an awful contract. If Xander is a good enough of a hitter that if he does get healthy, he could turn around, and give you some productive years, but not over the course of a decade. That's you know, 
But again, probably it's going to be. He's still he's still been a. Oh God, he really hasn't. I mean, he's barely a positive bat. This he year. had a great one month. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Um, again, you're one of eleven, so we'll see. Pre- again, Preller is sitting there being like, "I'm not going to be here for Can year I just say, five. I don't understand how Preller still has a job. They just have so much locked in I for a while. A, they like Jolly Olive, great YouTube. He he does stuff with John Boy, but great YouTube if you're looking for baseball videos. He did a video like the trade history of AJ Preller. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> he, he's lost like every trade he's made other than the, the Tatis trade. Well, that's a huge. And, that... and then like Soto, but obviously that's kind of a unique thing too. It, it takes guts to give up on big game James, Jake. I'll have you know. Of course. Big game James. <laughs> I'm big game Jake today. That's actually why I watched that video earlier today. I was thinking about big game James. But um, yeah, I just, if you go, everybody go watch the video. It's a very good video. Um, but it's like, I mean, Preller Mania was eight years ago. That was one of the <laughs> biggest disasters ever. And then he did it again, and then it was another disaster. And then they were mid for a few years. And then last year they were pretty good. And then this year he did it again, and they fucking suck. <laughs> like, how is he? How, still the wild card race. He, uh, technically. Guess. Technically. I just, yeah, I think it's crazy he's still employed. <laughs> oh, man, he's just playing, like, MLB The Show with, like, forced trades on, and he just cooks up crazy ideas you know what yeah. i mean that's um i guess not with four straight time was if you go back he's been here four years now i'd say more than not he's been vindicated on guys that he decides to let go hmm. especially the big ones the big things. yeah I, I think i think you got a i think you got an interesting point there and again i think yeah. people are gonna yell at you about it and i'm gonna get exhausted about it if they do well, one way fine. or the other that's so fine. that's we think I'm smarter than all those people. <laughs> Unfortunately, I portrayed myself as the FDR train, and yes. I have portrayed you <laughs> as the angry I locomotive. I love that. It's one of my favorite tweets ever. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, all right. We want to do yeah, the grid? A, yeah, let's rip a quick grid. Want to do a grid, speed grid? city? Yeah, we want to speed run it? Yeah. Do you not? want me to speed? Let's do this for Chandler. Why don't I speed run you? What does that mean? Only you. You do it. Oh, my God. And you, right, you get I just your... it up. I don't know if I can get all these by myself. I will. You, you can. You can help me for one space, or you, you could call on my help for one of them if you're stuck. Are you ready? I'm going to count you down from three, two, one. Oh no! You're not ready. Me, no, 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 I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> right, okay. I'll knock out the stats ones. I can do those quick. I think. Okay. okay. Well, we'll do it together, speed. All run. right. So let me hold on. Um, let me pull so... it up. Top to bottom, these will be your rows. We have the Houston Astros, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and 500 career home runs. And then uh, left to right, these are your columns. We have the Chicago White Sox, the Baltimore Orioles, and a 40 home run season. Okay. All right. I'm still trying to pull it up. My phone's fucking bugging out. Sorry. This is good radio. Yeah. All right. We got it. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay, 40 home run season for the Astros. Got to be Bagwell. Bagwell uh, is 59%. Okay, 40 home run for the Angels. I'll just say Trout. Yep. Good to Trout Gloss, I'm sure. 46 500, for Trout. 500 career home runs for the White Sox. Uh, the, Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. 
Frank, uh, check. Frank Thomas, 62%. Okay. 500 for the Orioles. Sammy Sosa, Rafael Palmero. Oh, Sosa. I fucking, that's right. Yeah, do Sosa. Maybe do Eddie Murray as well. 8% for Sammy. Oh, okay. And then uh, 40 and 500. Uh, how about my man, Big Poppy? Why not? Give him a shout out. I almost typed in Big Poppy into the... Uh, or <laughs> You can do it. Or man. 3% for Poppy. All right. Okay. Now, now, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Angels, Orioles. Mark Trumbo. Oh, yeah. Wow. You Show see, you, you can't help yourself. I know I can. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, you said you didn't want to do it yourself. No, you're so. right. No, I'm glad you're helping. I, I, uh, Angels, White Sox. Um, not Juan Uribe, right? No. Let me think. Let me think. Um, oh, I know around. one. Oh, what is it? Bartolo. Bartolo's on the White Sox? Yeah. It's oh. like 08, 09, something like oh, that. Okay, sure. All right. Uh, White Sox Astros. Uh, Kevin Graveman. Yeah. All right. Yeah, fits. Yeah, you you can handle this. <laughs> and then uh, and then Orioles Astros. That's our last one. Um, Orioles Astros. That's a tough one. Puma didn't play for Baltimore, right? No. Um, oh, Trey Mancini. Oh yeah. There you go. Trey Mancini. There All you right, go. Well, there you go. Trey Mancini. Time two oh three. So Fitz so we That's a two seventy three rarity so score in I, case you're so wondering. Fitz, Fitz told me, Jake, you're gonna do this one by yourself, and then Fitz did more than half. <laughs> <laughs> well you that you, you I said you do it by yourself, then you were like, that No was, I'll so be I was frank, like, I don't know I probably would have gotten Mancini and Graveman if I thought about it. But that was yeah. that was a tough set. Yeah. Tough set. Hmm. Ah. What are you going to do tonight after we stop recording, Jake? You going to listen to some last waltz, or what are you going to do? Well, I've just seen that uh, Devers fucked up another play, and then Kyle Tucker hit a two-run home run, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to watch the Sox. I don't know. <laughs> so you might as well listen to the last waltz. Last night I shut the game off, and I just put on James Taylor, and I, was, I actually felt peace for the first time all night. A little fire and rain action? Nah, yeah, but I, did, I let off a little Carolina in my mind. Great song. Fucking love that song. I'm not I'm not the biggest James Taylor guy in the entire world, but he does have some some bangers. Country Road. He just Take he to just the highway. Me. He just choose me. me your name. I'm tweeting okay. the outlet. Thank you, Red not Sox that Nation. This makes it any better, but there was only one out with the Tucker home run, so it's like no, nope. Liam looks like Liam got that thank you Red Sox Nation tweet out already. Oh, I did. Right, yeah. Oh, that was you. Uh, unless it's a thank you. Uh, unless it's a certified pot on Lansdowne moment. No, it's, I think it's it, it's just okay. Me. Oh man. Uh, Kravis really digs that thank you Red Sox Nation post. Huh? I know. I don't want to start a fight, but uh, <laughs> now nah, he tagged us in that first. Low a little bit. Yeah, he tagged us in that first one. We got a bump from that, but then uh, Doctor Jim had some words about. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Doctor. He Jim. blocked you. He blocked me. He blocked Liam. And he blocked the pot account. Jim on here? No, but he blocked us. How could we? But like, could reach out. Offering or something. Could reach out on my burner because what I did was I went onto my burner, the That's Chappy burner, where I tweet the get down on a video. I quoted his tweet about it, and then I switched. Like you know how you can switch your account, like from when you're tweeting, like you yeah. can kind of tap out. I went onto mine and 
tweeted the Killian Mbappe crying gif. Hoping <laughs> that it could circumvent that people could see it. I don't think it worked. Because I think like, it was, oh, this person restricts who can see their tweets. So Elon got me there. I thought I got a loophole around his, uh, his, uh, his, his X app, but it was not to be. Alas. Yeah, what are you going to do? So, yeah, no, Dr. Jim, uh, come on the pod so we yeah. can, so we can make fun of you. Dr. Right. Jim, I he said we are not nice people, people and trolls is, think... uh, what he called us, which, you know, Whatever's I... just made another. Did he really? And... Oh, no. Yeah, you know what? Maybe, maybe just toss him at DH next year. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Uh, a mutual of mine from UMass Twitter at CMGI Field. If you're a UMass fan, follow at CMGI Field. Zach, he just tweeted a picture. 2023 Justin Verlander. <laughs> it's old Elvis. <laughs> like Elvis, like towards the real end, like uh, Unchained Melody Elvis. Uh. I'm tweeting that from the pod. <laughs> so, um, all right, is that all we got? Yeah. Fuck, I guess. Yeah, what's our uh, what's our emoji for the week? I can't forget again. Ooh. Let me let me let's do something like you never use. You know, something. Is there funny. a fat Elvis emoji? I don't think so. How about How about um How about this telephone? The red telephone. The red telephone. Yeah, it's like an old-fashioned telephone. Red telephone it is. Red telephone, yeah, with the, uh, yeah, like. It's got the that, nine buttons on it. I was going to say, that's an 80s looking phone, I'd say. Yeah, yeah it's post, post rotor, post. Yeah, it's not the rotor, it's just it's the buttons. dial pad. Yeah. It's a landline right there. So, all right, let's call it there. Yeah. Let's call it there, about an hour. Yeah. yeah. So, for Liam, from Parts Unknown, <laughs> for Jake, I'm Fitz, you've been you. Thank you, as always. For listening to the pod, and thank you all for your support throughout the entire year. We truly do appreciate it. We'll be back next week, hopefully with a with a full squad. That'd be nice to have again. Until then, go socks and obey your mother. Obey your mother. I don't have to wait for Liam to do it this time, which is nice.
enjoyed the great season, have fun, and knowing that better times are ahead for the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, damn, mother!